All right, if you're the toughest, smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. That's why we have Chad, 26 yards of catch. Runs a 4-2-5. Worked out with all the great NFL guys, Jamar Chase, uh, Josh Allen, Mason Rudolph. What are your first thoughts if, as we get into it? If we try to replicate our 80%, 70%, 52.5% break even and keep on increasing our bankroll exponentially. Um, yeah, man, I'm just another profitable week. I love it, man. I, I, I think it's just, it's awesome. Um, the constant progress I, I keep making, um, you know, we keep making as a group, um, just perfecting that process. Um, you know, we, we bet every side and every total. I mean, our volume, you know, we keep making um, the group. our, our volume is, is, is very good. And, uh, we, you know, anyone else, you know, a lot of other people that bet these mini games, but um, probably going to have some issue um, at this point, this deep in the year, having any bankroll at all, um, let alone profit. So right. you know, it's just, uh, it's an awesome thing to be able to bet this many games and do, do this much volume and, and continue to, to keep winning. 100%. 100%. Let's just fix the sound there. All right. Uh, first game, Thursday night. You got the Tennessee Titans at the Green Bay Packers. The Titans are already missing four starters. Uh, we saw it last week where Atlanta, short week, people making business decisions, not giving 100% on a short week. Tennessee's a cheap team. Uh, you know, we talked about their ownership. Uh, the family that used to own the Houston Oilers, those people, uh, they own Tennessee Brable. Brable's a long-term thinking guy. Uh, that's why he does well in the playoffs. And all he cares about is winning his home games, his division games. And he does not do well going up the road. And this is the other thing about Tennessee. Tennessee is not a good team. They have a good record. They have a good coach. They have really good coaching. But their roster, you know, every NFL team is good. But on average, their roster is not as good as everybody else's roster. I mean, they have a monster in Derrick Henry. But he's been hurt all the time. How much Derrick Henry are we going to get Thursday night? Green Bay needs this game bad. The weather is bad in the Midwest. Green Bay is going to be cold. How about give me the Green Bay Packers minus three under 41? What do you think, Chad? Yeah, man, I'm with you here. Um, definitely think that uh, you know, the Packers showed a lot of life in that comeback win uh, against, against the Cowboys last week. Right. Tennessee's a very depleted team here. Uh, Green Bay, you know, they need to get some wins and get back on track here at home in a primetime game. Um, you know, I think they'll cover the three. And, yeah, I mean, I think this is just going to be a very, very, you know, slow-paced game. You know, that's how Tennessee's trying to play right now, put it on the defense, play in low-scoring right. games. Um, you know, and, and Green Bay has, you know, been in some lower-scoring games this year and, and played that style. You know, I don't think uh, – you know, they'll, they'll, they'll run the ball a little bit more. You know, they have been struggling through the air. So, um, you know, they'll, they'll play that style. They've, you know, found some success in the run game. Um, so, yeah, I think this one will stay under the 41 and Green Bay minus the three. I'm with you. Yeah, all right. Uh, the Rams, they're a disaster right now on the road against New Orleans. New Orleans needs this game bad. 
Uh, New Orleans is three and a half point favorite. The total is 38. The Rams have been playing a lot of low scoring games. Uh, man, it's just another, I think, I don't know. I think Cooper Cup is out. He's not going to be there. So really, I don't know who, who the Rams have, a spot neck or whatever that guy thinks. <laughs> Skoronic. 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 That's all they have. So I don't know, man. They, I mean, Cam Akers should have been kicked off the team. Who knows what he did? They couldn't trade him because he's coming off a major knee injury with a bad attitude problem. Stafford has a concussion. His wife has cancer. Uh, man, it looks bad for the Rams. And that 38, I want to go over, but I, I, the Rams are not going to score more than 17 points. 24-17, New Orleans? What do you think, Chad? Man, that 24-17 will be over. That's 41. Yeah. So I'm going to go over. I'm going to go. Yeah, you know what? You can't trust them on the money line over. It's like last week, man. We wanted, you know, we stayed under. But I remember, you know, I was talking to you guys. As that number got so low, got down to 37 and a half. Right. It's like, my goodness, at what point that guard. So they're going to score. Still NFL players. They can still get one in garbage time. Right. Um, There are NFL players. There are, you know, they they work out. (laughs) They should be able to do something. Yeah. But you know what? I, I really don't think the Saints, the Saints defense hasn't been too impressive. No. I mean, I really think like that's what you're looking at. Like you said, like a 24 to 17, you know, where right. you're like that, like, like last week, the Rams were down 24 to 10. It doesn't even matter. They drive down at the end and they score one late for McVay's pride. Right. They lose 24 right. to 17 and it goes over. Right. And you had these offensive guys, Chip Kelly, McVay. And you know they just keep scoring for no reason. Yeah, they want to get their play. They have fifteen thousand plays in their head, and is like, the, is the New they're going to use this play. Let me just throw it out there. Is the New Orleans coach an offensive guy? No, Dennis Allen's a defensive guy. <laughs> really, what they did was the Sean Payton um, got in trouble for violating NFL rules with Miami. And once he got suspended, they really didn't make any changes. They kept the whole staff. They didn't allow Dennis Allen to pick his own guys. They just kept the staff together. And Pete Carmichael, who had been with um, Sean Payton for over a decade, is now calling plays, but this is the first time he's ever called plays. So I, I think that since this is the first time he's ever called plays, he's going to play every single play he's been thinking about for the last 15 years. Sean Payton did not let him run. Or he had to run the play through Sean Payton. And Sean Payton's like, nah, I'm going to run my play. You know? Yeah. Pete Carmichael. But he's gotten paid well, right? Mills, also, Mills also, these defenses are going to be banged up, man. Saints got a lot right. of injuries. Te- teams are worn down at this point in the season. That number is so low. No, oh, 100%. So we're going New Orleans minus the three. Yeah. New Orleans minus three. Well, not minus the three. Uh, we're getting close to Thanksgiving, right? So, uh, what we define on the podcast, and we'll have, I'll put more in the top 10 rules of betting, uh, more definitions. But, uh, New Orleans is a loser team. So, when you peg a loser team, they're the member of your family who's coming to Thanksgiving next week, who's promising a pot roast, right? And 
you know they're going to be late. Maybe they're going to do the pot roast, but you wouldn't bet on it. You bet the money line is going to show up. Uh, you bet the money line is going to ask for money. So you give this family member a hundred bucks. You give it to him. You say, hey, you can have this because you know they're never going to pay you back anyways. And then what happens? The pot roast, big story. She burnt the pot roast or he burnt the pot roast. They're late. They have this story, blah, blah, blah. Just sit down. Here's your hundred bucks. We got plenty of food. We didn't need your pot roast. So that's the way New Orleans is with, with the lion. You can't trust them with bringing the pot roast at minus three, but you can't trust them to show up, right? Uh, so the money, New Orleans on the money line and over the 41. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, no, I'm with you. I might be looking at the New Orleans minus the three. Um, but yeah, I mean, maybe maybe I'll probably go half my unit money line, half my unit minus three. Yeah, because, you know, uh, down by nine, here comes McVay, throws it yeah. sporadic for lucky touchdown, gets tipped. Yeah, it's just and high. It's 180, minus 185 right now, but wow, it's a little steep. It's steep, but it's um, – since we bet so many games, you're eliminating a variable, which is the minus three. On an iffy team uh, in New Orleans. Say that. Right. right. So minus 185 over 41. And Chad's putting in minus three. We could add, yeah, three sides, you get two of them, right? You make money, right? So two out of three equals 66%, 52.5% break even. So what you want to do is make money in each game. Compound interest, right? It's not as exciting as FTX, right? That Tom Brady lost all his money in. But with our system, you make money every week. Buffalo, right? Buffalo's not getting inflated lines. They're seven and a half on Cleveland. Uh, this was a tough one. Uh, the weather's probably going to be bad in Buffalo, but I still think they'll get it over the 41 points. And I like Buffalo minus seven coming off a bad game. Buffalo, uh, Cleveland had a bad game, but it seems like Cleveland is pretty much uh, packing it in until Sean Watson gets in there. Uh, so I like Buffalo minus seven, right? Over 41. It's still in the cold. Josh Allen's hurt, whatever. They'll still get points. Uh, yeah, Bovada. They're still going to get points. The line's up to eight on Bovada. Ooh, so buy the point, shop around, go to bed us, go go to the casino, right off, check, check which casino, which sports book has the best number. And this is something you bet right now, right? Um, I don't look at the line. I used to look at the line right on Sunday nights. I used to look at the lines. Uh, but people tell me about the lines now. So if something jumps out at you, you bet it Sunday night. Other things you bet during the week, which is Wednesday, I put at least 90% of my bets in on Wednesday throughout the days as I'm researching games and then on the podcast when I get more information. Uh, this is when you bet right now, Buffalo minus seven, before it gets any crazier 
And this one's someone that we'll look on the on the live stream on Sunday to see if it gets past 10. If it gets Cleveland plus 10, Cleveland plus 11, uh, you got to start looking at, at Cleveland. But I like the over 41 as people are overreacting to the weather. And these are teams that like to score, especially Buffalo. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, man, um, I'm with you here. Uh, I do like that, Buffalo minus seven. Um, the fact that it's already up to eight, I don't know. I'm probably going to wait until game time to check this line out. Because um, I do – I have a feeling, you know, the Bills lines tend to really get bet up. I really think this line you could get a ten and – I'm looking to get ten and a half, Cleveland at ten and a half. Um, and, yeah, I think this one will go over. This total is too low. Uh, you know, both these teams can score. You know, Cleveland can, can run the ball. Um, but, I mean, that's just too low of a number for this game. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be looking at this Cleveland balloon line. I'm going to pick this one before the game on uh, Sunday. All right. So, Buffalo – I say Buff, Josh says Buffalo minus seven. Talking about myself in the third person. Uh, Buffalo minus seven. Over 41. And Chad's going to wait till Sunday for – Maybe to get past uh, 10. I'm going to do the same and probably maybe bet both. Maybe win both. Uh, big money Scott and I made with the Buffalo-Minnesota game as that line kind of ballooned out of control. And Minnesota is an 8-1 football team. Again, they're like uh, Tennessee. They're not – their roster isn't the greatest. But, Kevin, you know, uh, O'Connell, Kevin O'Connell – from that, McVeigh, Shanahan, Andy Reid, Groom Tree, LaFleur, they all coach the same. They all know how to coach. They all go on those Renaissance uh, vacations together in the middle of summer and talk football and plot for the season, right? Best practices as a head coach. Seminar. Secret meetings with Gruden, LaFleur, Andy Reid, uh, Zach Taylor, uh, all those guys, and the wall won Super Bowls. McVay, Shanahan, all the same guy doing the same thing. Running this, that's why we can pick so many games because there's so much uh, overlap and similarities with systems and coaches and mafias, as uh, Snyder would say. That. We have Minnesota eight and one plus seven and a half plus eight on Sunday, just because Josh Allen was playing. Josh Allen, you know, uh, but he's hurt, right? He has a great body and all that, but he, he leaned too much on that. Now he's hurt, and uh, they overvalued him, right? So, what do we do? We go the other way, we use business financial concepts to not get into the trouble Tom Brady's in right now. We avoid that and we teach that. We teach the philosophy here as we're making our picks. Sound logic, decision science. So that's Buffalo minus seven over 41. And we're going to wait till Sunday to see if we can get plus past the key number of 10. It's already past the key number of seven. Maybe get it to 10. Usually NFL teams do not get blown out two weeks in a row. So Cleveland was blown out last week. Uh, 
yeah, they can get beat, you know, uh, 31 to 20, right? But they're not really blown out. That's a couple of plays from being in the game. Uh, but once you get it past 10 and a half, 11, you got to start looking at Cleveland. And that's what we're going to do. The Philadelphia Eagles coming off their first loss, going against uh, the, the cheap family-owned team. The owner's a crackhead. The head coach is a joke. And Philly's getting minus six at Indianapolis. The total's 43. Uh, usually teams start breaking down six, seven game of the season. They did a little bit earlier this year. Uh, both teams are losing players. Defenses are wearing down. The average score of an NFL game is 45. This is priced at 43. So give me Philadelphia minus the six points. They have a better roster. Uh, they're going to get after the quarterback, and Indianapolis has an old quarterback, Matt Ryan. Give me over 43 points. They're going to take chances. That's what the crackhead wants. Um, the entitled high school coach from Georgia to do to take chances. They went for two a few times. So they're going to get this game over. So give me Philadelphia minus a six. Uh, over 43. And Philly usually gets out to a big lead, like Scott says, and then the other team comes back. So give me Indianapolis, the second half line. Remember, it's not the house's money, it's your money. So we're playing with our profit, our money that we've gotten all these second half Philly lines. So give me Philadelphia, minus a six, over 43. Indianapolis second half line. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, man, I like it. You know, Philly coming off a loss. They should be ready to bounce back. You know, Indy, uh, you know, going through that coaching change, don't really have a play caller. Um, you know, they beat a very, very bad Raiders team who's in shambles. Um, you know, okay. Philly's a whole different animal coming to town, so – yeah, man, give me Philly, and, yeah, give me the over in a controlled environment. Uh, I think, you know, Philly coming off the loss, they're going to put up some points. Right. I think this one gets over. All right. So, Philadelphia Eagles minus a six, over 43, and we'll call this the Scott Philadelphia second half line. All right. Uh, Washington coming off a win. Uh Going to Lovey Smith, and the Houston Texans. I look for a return to the mean in this game. Uh, Washington should not be favored three and a half, four points against anyone. And anyone would include Houston. Uh, probably Davis Mills is just as good as Heineke. I think the total's too low. I think. Uh, over 60, 65% of the games this year has gone under. Vegas is making an adjustment. So we're going to go the other way, at least I am, on Vegas. We made a lot of money, too, on unders. But this game, I think, is priced way too low at 40. I can see this game being a 24-20 game, right, which is over. Um, and Houston winning 24-20. Or for our purposes, um, we would like – uh, 
you know, uh, 24 to 22 or something, and they missed a two-point conversion at the end of the game. We win, right? So I like it over 27 point, 27, uh, 25 or something where Houston covers. Well, Houston recovered 27, 24, 27, 23, right? Because you buy the half a point, make it Houston plus four over 40. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, no, I'm with you, man. Um, you know, I think this is kind of a built-in win spot for Houston. Um, right. You know, this is – they're at home. Um, right before Thanksgiving. Yeah, right before Thanksgiving. Washington is kind of in a letdown spot coming off a really big high. Um, this is going to be a close game. And I, right. I definitely think getting three and a half, four points here with Houston um, is the right way to go, especially with the team at home in this close game. And, yeah, I mean, this total is just crazy low. This one's going to sneak over. I'm with you. All right. Uh Houston plus four over 40. Uh, the Jets, three and a half at New England. The total is started at 39 and a half. Now it's 38 and a half. Uh, what are your thoughts on this game, Sean? New England and New York. They just played, if I'm not mistaken, two weeks ago. Right, that's what I'm looking at now. 22 to 17, the Patriots beat them. Yes, I remember that game. Uh, the refs screwed over the Jets on a, I believe it was a pick six, and the wind blew over Mac Jones and they called the they called it roughing the pass. Uh, so I, I was like, man. So the Patriots are all, coming out are coming off a bye week here in this one. Both teams are coming off a bye, right? Oh, yeah, both teams are. Both teams are coming off a bye. Yeah. Both teams are coming off a bye. Belichick's a better coach. Uh, Robert Slay has a family. Uh, so he hangs out with his family. Uh, Belichick doesn't. He has two of his sons coaching with him. Girls, otherwise, they would never see their dad if they weren't actually on <laughs> the Patriots staff. They would never see their father. Uh, Patricia supposedly is a fourth son. Uh, I think I I think is a better coach. I think it's going to be a crazy game. I like the Patriots yeah. on the money line. Yeah, that's where I was going with too. Patriots on the money line. I'm with you there. And then I like the over the 38. Yeah, I mean I'm with you on that too. I mean it's just they're going to figure out how to score. Yeah, and it's just too low for two teams that are. Off a of bye week, I mean, they're going to have something in their back pocket to get this thing over 38. Right. And, and that's what Belichick's doing. He's figuring out how to score more points because he need, he knows he needs to score more points. Uh, the mustard is going to come off the hot dog up for Robert Slay a little bit. You know, New York's going crazy, saying that he's a coach of the year, blah, blah, blah. That's what he threatened the reporters about receipts and stuff. Mustard's going to come off the hot dogs, and they're like, oh, you know what? We just lost in New England twice. So give me New England money line. And what's that money line looking at right now? Uh, minus 170 is what I'm seeing. Minus um, 170. On Bovada. Right. So you, in finance, you eliminate variables and co-variables to get a result. 
what we're doing in a crazy division game, uh, we are eliminating the variable of the number because, you know, all kinds of crazy stuff will happen. Like that play I mentioned in the last game. Where, yeah, like, yeah. Mac Jones just fell down, got hit by the wind. There was maybe a New York Jet player in the vicinity. The Jets do a pick six, 14 point swing. Boom, the referee throws a flag. It's like, come on. Right? This is like the WWE here. So, <laughs> Pro Wrestling Federation. <laughs> Keeping the Patriots in the game. So, you know, more of the same. Whatever formula the NFL is going. Um, New England on the money line, minus 175, over 38. Uh, how about our Detroit Lions plus three at the New York Giants? And let's see. Giants are not coming off a bye. Uh, Detroit on a two-game winning streak. Average score in the NFL game is 45 points. Uh, Detroit trades Hawkinson. Uh, you know, they've had issues on the offensive line all year long. The Giants are just like the Titans and the Vikings. Their roster sucks, but they're getting great out-of-this-world coaching. But soon, it will hit midnight, right? Cinderella midnight, where reality will sink in. And false hope can only take you so far. Uh, we'll get some more information from Major Rob about this. But for now, uh, I am liking Detroit, not necessarily win, but to cover like four points. I'll, I'll buy the point, get it off the key number, get it at four. And the total... Is and I'll let, I'll let you decide on the total here, Chad, because you have a situation now where the Lions have to decide okay, uh, are we going to protect the defense, run the ball, run clock, because they have the worst defense in the NFL, protect the defense and try to play a low score, slug it out game like they did against Green Bay, 115 or 9. Or do they try to win in a shootout 33, 31-30 like they did at Chicago? Or I'll give you a C on this one. They try to bang it out, and then the game gets out of hand where they have to get it in a shootout late, and it goes over the 44. You know, uh, what do you think, Chad? Excuse me. Uh, No, my – you know, this number's at 45 right now in Bovada. I, I really think that this is going to kind of be a lower scoring game, man. It's probably going right. to be really, really cold in New York. Um, let's see what the game time kickoff is. Oh, 51, actually. It's not too bad at all. What about the wind, right? Usually the wind. and the... Yeah. yeah, that's going to play a bigger factor. But, I mean, uh, still brisk. I mean, 50 degrees is not warm by any means. No. Um, you know – for us, anyways, <laughs> as California, Florida people. You know, I did think the game last week should have gone over the 41. I did, you know, switch to the over there away from you guys. Um, yeah. 
you know, but this number is 45 and a half. You know, I do think, you know, if this was down there again at 40, 41, under 441 and a half, um, I would be looking at the over, but I think 45 is just a little high. I think getting under 45 and a half here, um, you know, I, I this is probably going to be like a 24, 21 type game. And, right. You know, just come right in under that 45 and a half field goal game. So, I think um, the Alliance plus the three and a half plus four and under the 45 and a half. Right. So you like Detroit plus four under 45 and a half. Mm -hmm. Nice. I like that too. So we're agreeing a lot today. And then coming off of, you know, one week we were 14 and two on on the sides. And then we've been on a roll every every week pretty much since then. Uh, I think one week, you know, pretty much broke even. After that, we've been uh, in the 80% range. Detroit plus four, under 45 and a half. Mm. Next game, uh, Baltimore minus 13. Uh, the total is 41, 41.5. We picked the weather in Baltimore. Baltimore's coming up for buy, and I just hate – Giving that many points to Harbaugh, knowing how conservative he is and how he, uh, that you know, he doesn't try to run up the score, which he don't do in the pros, but he really just shuts it down where nothing happens and lets the other team come back. He's like, okay, we're going to play soft zone. And there just isn't enough time for this team to come back and beat us. But they backdoor cover, right? So is that going to happen with Carolina and Baltimore? The weather is going to be a lovely 38 degrees. But it doesn't seem like there's going to be precipitation. Zero precipitation. It's going to be cold, right? 38. I think, even though I hate to do it, um, I like Baltimore – Minus 13 under the 42 by the half point. Because I think Carolina's going to be completely, they're going to quit like they did the week before. Last week, they had a grudge against Atlanta. Uh, They're a beat-up team, so now they're going to be even more beat-up after that game. Uh, Even though it's on a Thursday night. Now going to Baltimore, Baltimore is a very, very physical team. I think they're just going to quit, and Baltimore's not going to let them score coming off a bye. So they'll cover for once 13, and I wouldn't bet them again to cover a big number for the rest of the year, under 42. What do you think, uh, Chad? Um, Man, I, like I, I feel you. My instincts are like, dude, don't take Harbaugh as 13-point favorite. Right. Uh, you know? I do think you got to look at every situation. You you can't be betting stuff blindly. Um, no, you got to do your research. They are, they are coming off a of bye week. You know, Carolina is a team that has been really, really bad, kind of in that in a hangover spot after kind of having a huge primetime division right. rivalry game win. Right. Um, definitely think it is a spot where Harbaugh can cover. Um, so yeah, I think I'll, I'm gonna rock with you with Baltimore minus the 13. Um, but man, 
ah, this total is so low at 41. Right. And the reason I'm doing this is because I think Carolina's going to quit and not score. They only got one guy, DJ Moore. PJ Walker's not a good quarterback. Yeah. They, they lose to Arizona 26 16. They lose to San Francisco 30. San Francisco game is the one you can draw an analogy yeah. with. Two Andy Reid guys, two running teams pretty much that don't like to cover big spreads for lack of better terminology. They beat them 37 15. Yeah. Which is over. Rams 24 10. Uh, Cincinnati beats them 42 to 21. And it's going to be 38 degrees. People don't want to get hurt, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go the other way on this one on the total. I think you go over. I think you know, even if Carolina can't score, PJ Walker throws a pick six, fumbles it. Right, right, right. I actually agree with you. I think when I was talking, I talked to myself into the over too. Mm-hmm. You know, like and and also if Carolina gives up, like this could be a, you know, a, you know, a thirty-four to ten. You know, well. 37-15 was against San Francisco. So I would say that San Francisco and Baltimore, it's a good analogy, right? Both yeah. Andy Reid guys, they play the same way, run first teams. Yeah. 37-15, I would yeah. say. I think that's your score. I mean, even 28-15 to 15 is over. Right. And we cover the 13. Uh, push, but, yeah, I mean, we buy the half point, 12 and a half we'd cover. All right. All right. All right, so that is your um, Baltimore Ravens minus 13 over uh, 42. It's 41 and a half right now, Bovada. All right, so we're going to bet it right now as we're processing the next game. <laughs> Multitasking. Uh the Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears, I was reading today, they are technically violating the salary cap by having it way too low. They really don't have any players. They're traveling to Atlanta, right? Uh, Atlanta, minus three. It's now 49. So give me... Atlanta on the money line, they just have more players at this point, over 49. Remember, 49 is a key number. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, no, I like it. Um, Indoor in a controlled environment. Um, You know, two teams here got the plus one quarterbacks um, that got prolific offenses with some worn down defenses. Uh, Definitely think, uh, you know, this can, can be a shootout style game and uh, Atlanta we cover this one on the, on the money line, win the game and get over the, uh, the 49. Yeah. It's going to be an exciting game. I kind of like the way Atlanta's playing with uh, Cordell Patterson, uh, Mariota plus one, uh, Drake London, no Drake London's on, um, yeah, Drake London. Yeah, he's on Atlanta. Drake, yeah, Drake London and uh, and Chris Olave are in the same part of my brain, right? Yeah. Same type of receivers, big time power five guys, and the NFL trying to prove themselves. So you got Drake London who's doing well. 
uh, Kyle Pitts, you know, what's going on with him? So Gage, I like Atlanta a lot in this situation. Score a lot of points. Chicago just doesn't have players, right? So they're getting into shootouts regardless of their philosophy. Uh, so I like this over. Uh, they've been playing a lot of over games lately after playing a lot of under games to begin the season. But bet it now, man. Bet Atlanta over 49 now, especially the 49 before it changes. Uh, this game, you have twiddly do against twiddly dumb. <laughs> you got Josh McDaniels, who can't get fired because his buyout is too big. And I think um, the guy at Denver is going to get fired, Hackett. The fans want him to be fired. They've played horrible all year. Uh, so one team's going to be horrible but feel better about themselves after this game. And you got to think it's going to be the home team. Denver has the highest winning percentage in NFL history at home. They're always close to being tied with Kansas City. Again, they're the loser family member who you're going to give money to. Uh, the pot roast they, they promised. Uh, it's either not going to be there or it's going to be burnt. And they're going to show up late to Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> That's Hackett family, I guess. Uh, so give me Denver on the money line. And every single Denver game has gone under. So, again, it's not the house's money. <laughs> it's our money. Yes, right. sir. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you, man. Denver on the money line and give me that under 40, 42. I'll take it. Right. Every single game's got under. And we'll take it, man. We'll take the money. The Raiders can't score. So that's, you know, it's a good under. Well, you know, and, and God bless their car. But to be honest, I didn't think he was that good at Fresno State. All he did was flip it out to Devontae Adams, <laughs> minimum right. boys. And then he gets drafted. Uh, I don't think he's ever. I don't think he's ever won a playoff game. I can't remember him winning a playoff game. Uh, so Twiddly Dumb against Twiddly Do, the two head coaches, corporate governance there. Uh, Denver on the money line under forty two. Under forty two. Uh, next game is Dallas, coming off a road loss to Green Bay, going to Minnesota. Uh, Last year, we saw them beat Minnesota with Cooper Rush. Zimmer was over there. O'Connell's doing a great job. I know that Dallas has a better roster than Minnesota. Minnesota is not as good as their record is. They're kind of like the Giants and the Titans. They're getting really good coaching. Uh, and Dallas needs that win to keep up in the division with Philadelphia. Uh, Philadelphia only has one loss. I don't think they're too worried about the Giants, uh, but they're more worried about Philadelphia, and they need to get this win on the road against a team that they're better than. And Dallas has kind of switched to be more of an over team now. So I like them over the 47 points and like the what you say, Chad, in a controlled environment. So give me Dallas minus one over 47. What do you think, Chad? I mean, yeah, I think Dallas is coming off a tough stinker of a loss. Um, definitely think they can bounce back. Uh, two teams you know, coming off kind of opposite trends. Dallas with a tough overtime loss. Minnesota with a big overtime win. Um, you know, 
Minnesota, um, you know, trying to keep pace with Philly. They're tied right now, you know, for first, but definitely think Pittsburgh can come in here or not Pittsburgh, Dallas here. Dallas can come in here and, uh, and, and get a win. Um, I do think Minnesota is, you know, a little, little overvalued here. Um, you know, they, they've, you know, won some good games and they've been a solid team all year. Um, but, you know, Dallas has, has shown some good stuff. Um, you know, they really should have, should have won last week, really, really blew that lead and definitely think that they'll get right this week. Um, and yeah, controlled environment type game. Uh, I think both these offenses are very, very capable to score here. Um, and that this one will get over the 47 and a half. Yeah, I'll probably have to get it under. I don't want to get killed by a point. But um, I kind of return to the mean, too, in a lot of different – because you use a lot of different tools in our toolbox, right? You just don't use one uh, in every game. Like, we'll get into these terms as we move along here. Last eight weeks of the season, manipulation and correlation. Manipulation and correlation. But you can't use that on every pick. You can't use return to the mean on every pick. But this one seems like a return to the mean where Dallas record could be a little bit better. But they're thinking long-term, they want to go steady Freddie. And Minnesota's not as good as the record is. The roster is. Their coaching is, but not the roster. Uh, division game. Double-digit dogs in the division before now. This is not a double-digit dog, but Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's coming off a win, uh, coming off a bye. Remember, Super Bowl winning coach coming off a bye. Um, you almost want to do it blindly, but you can't. Uh, but in that situation, it made us money. Pittsburgh, as an underdog, coming off a bye, made us money last week. At This is always usually a very, very low-scoring, very physical game. Um, they try to make it into a rivalry, but these are different players. Uh, Burfitt, right, the you know well. Burfitt, right, you know, you saw him play up there in your high school and stuff, right? Montez mm-hmm. Burfitt. Uh, he's not playing there anymore where you have that knockout game where Schuster got knocked out, Burfitt got knocked out. These are different players. Cincinnati's been on a roll lately, man. Great coaching. From that Andy Reid tree, Zach Taylor. The line is Cincinnati minus four and a half. The total is now 40. What do you think, Chad, as I look up the weather in Pittsburgh? Man, um, I think that this, so the Bengals are coming off a bye here. Right. Good coach. Yep. And Pittsburgh played a really tough game last week. Pittsburgh, if you remember that first game of the year, beat the Bengals in overtime in Cincinnati. So I think this is a really good revenge spot off a bye for Cincinnati minus four. I have to totally agree. I think the fact that it is in a seven might be a little uh, trying to use recency bias against people. People maybe betting Pittsburgh because they came out of of off the uh, big win. But I think, yeah, Cincinnati, Bengals minus four. I mean, I I, I kind of lean under here, Josh, kind of similar to the first. I mean, the first game was 23-20 in overtime. Right. 
Um, it did it squeaked over. Or actually, no, this total was 44 and a half, so it actually stayed under right. in that game. Um, you know, tied 20-20 at halftime. You know, I kind of see and Cincinnati has a good defensive coordinator. They don't have the best talent in the world, but they have a really good defensive coordinator. And Kenny Pickett, even though I knew we are going to figure out something of coming off the bye and win that game, I'm not convinced of Kenny Pickett. Yeah, I mean, I I won a lot of bets this year on Pittsburgh team total unders. Yeah. Um, You know, maybe something to look at here. And what's the team total for Pittsburgh? Uh, I'll tell you here in 10 seconds. I'm on Bovada. Let's see. Eighteen and a half. Eighteen and a half, definitely under. Can you pick it, man? Yeah. And um, they've been good to that uh, team total under. Yeah. No, and then I, I I lean under here. I mean, the only thing is, I could see it being a grudge game where Cincinnati scores late to rub it in or run one up. Burrow wants to you know put it on get right. the Steelers for beating them earlier in the year, and it makes it go over. Um, because you know, Cincinnati, they're doing a good job, great, great coaching and offensive coordinating with Zach Taylor, uh, getting his boys to score with a bad offensive line, too. So, I guess, yeah, 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 um, I don't know, maybe we need Scott on this one to help us out with this total, see what he's thinking, (laughs) right? Got tiebreaker on the total. Line change, live stream. All right. On the total, uh, where do you? I, I'm, my final verdict on it is going to be over. Over, right? Because what I I'm thinking here, see, that's what my mind was going at. That uh, he's figured out a way to score, right? Uh, week nine, they scored 42 points on the Panthers. Yeah, without Jamar Chase. Uh, Heisman Trophy winning quarterback, rookie of the year winning quarterback. Uh, He won three playoff games last year, right? He won the Raiders, uh, Tennessee, and Kansas City at Kansas City. So, Burrow's lighting it up. And Pittsburgh sucks. It can't stop the run. Nixon's going to get his. So, I can see what you're saying. They're going to rub it in like they did against the Panthers, 42 points. Not saying they're going to score 42 points, but might sneak this over. And their defense sucks. So they're going to wear down a little bit, and Pittsburgh's going to get 17 points. So you're looking at maybe 34 17, Bengals cover the four, and then over the 41. Yeah. I think think Cincinnati wins this game by at least 10 points. You know, they could go, 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 go away with it 21 plus. I wouldn't be surprised. Right. Who gets on a live stream to break the tie? I go over, you go under. Or you're Uh, sure. 
I don't know. I'm kind of leaning over now. I'm actually going to go over. Yeah, we go over. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm, I mean, I, yeah, that's what I think too. It's going to go over. Yeah. And the point it is in the season, right? Pittsburgh doesn't have all its players on defense. Uh, neither does Cincinnati. Uh, and they're familiar with each other. The way they're going to try to scheme against each other second game of the season. And Cincinnati's coming off a bye with a Super Bowl guy, Super Bowl coach, right? Super Bowl offensive guy, Zach Taylor. University of Nebraska. Used to play for Bill Callahan, who's the office coordinator for your Cleveland Clowns. You got to know your football, man, to make this money. Only in America can you make this much money now. They might change it. Betting football games. We're up to about $56,000 NFL football with eight weeks to go. Like they say, we're, we're looking for more. Give me Kansas City minus five. Under 51. And the reason I'm going under is because the Chargers are a Greek mafia-owned team that's depleted. They don't have any players. They tried to build like a college team, build depth. They have guys that shouldn't be in the NFL. They're, they're trying to build up. So in four or five years, they are legitimate NFL players. Some of them are not. They are backups at this point in the season. Uh, Kansas City, Andy Reid does not play around with uh, division games. So give me Kansas City minus five at this point in the season, under 51 by the half point. Just because uh, San Diego, uh, not San Diego, but LA, whatever you want to call them, still called San, San Diego Chargers, what I grew up with. Uh, they're just missing way too many players, especially on the offensive line. You're going to get after Herbert. Herbert's going to have to slow it down. He's going to have to snap the ball with one second left. Uh, you have to run it with the shitty running backs they have. Uh, poor Justin Herbert, because he's a legit guy in an illegitimate organization. You know, run by the Greek mob. Just type in Google spun docs murders Darkness Springs, Florida Switch dogs. what do you think Chad? yeah man I'm with you um, you know Chargers had a nice backdoor cover uh, last game right um, they played in Kansas City I think Kansas City here gets the best of them um, in, a, in a division game um, you know pulls out a win here uh, they're just the, you know a lot a lot more talent on that team, just a lot better ownership, a lot better structure to that organization. Right. Um, I think they'll be able to win this game by a touchdown. And yeah, it stays under the 50 in a, in a tough division game. You know, no one's trying to blow anybody out. You know, Kansas City is going to, you know, get, get up to a two-touchdown lead, run the ball, get out of there with the win, and, and go home. Big time. And while the Chargers are owned by the Greek Mafia, right, Kansas City is owned by the Heinz family from the Heinz catcher. And John Kerry married into the family the year I saw that money. John Kerry, right? He ran for president. He's a he's the climate guy for Biden. He was the Iran deal for Obama. 
They're the owners of the Kansas City Chiefs, more organized than the Greek mob, and your San Diego Chargers. So we're going uh, because of the corporate governance of these teams, like the corporate governance of, uh, you know, FX, right? This got Brady in trouble. He should have, he should have done his research. We did more research in this than what Brady did in the crypto company. That's why we made money and Brady's losing money. Sunday night, last game, San Francisco minus, it's almost a double digit dog. In the, so I'm going to wait for this to get to double digits to pick Arizona plus the nine and a half, eight and a half, whatever it is now. And I like it to go over the 43 and a half. So division game, uh, two offensive coaches, even though Shanahan plays like he's conservative to get along with. John Lynch, we kind of play complimentary football control things, but all bets are off in this division game at home, Glendale, Arizona. That's where the Super Bowl is going to be this year. Arizona wants to make it there. That's why they got J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt's been talking a lot of crap. Uh, when J.J. Watt talks crap, he's very, very calculated. That means he's got all his guys back on defense. He's feeling good. He's going to get a couple sacks on Garoppolo. So give me your Arizona Cardinals plus whatever it balloons to. On This is going to be Monday night. But even Sunday, if it's high, I'm going to go Arizona. Home dog on Monday night. Yeah. Oh, whatever it balloons to. Remember, you got a home dog on Monday night. You got two things going that are 80%. Historically, never bet blindly, always do your research. But watching these teams all year, researching these teams all year, uh, regardless whether it's Colt McCoy, I think Colt McCoy is better for that offense than Callum Murray is. He's proven so. Uh, a lot of fans want Colt McCoy to start regardless. So give me Arizona plus a nine, whatever it balloons to. And these are offensive guys in the same division going against each other. So I like over, in this situation, over 43. 45 is the average score of an NFL game. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, man, I uh, I love Arizona here. Um, you know, plus the eight double-digit dog, dang near, and uh, home dog on Monday night. Um, but, man, I'm going the other way here on the total. I think this is going to be a low-scoring game, a tough-fought tough division game. You know, I think that San Francisco loves to run that ball, man. They love to run the ball. You got a backup quarterback, you know, in Cole McCoy. Um, and even if Kyler does play, I think they're going to be a very conservative, methodical. You know, I think this is just going to be a, a grinded out style game. Um, you know, so I, I think with the with the, the spread being where it is, Arizona, you know, I don't think either team's trying to get in a shootout. Uh, I think Arizona, you know, they play that air raid ball control style. Right. Shanahan loves to keep it low scoring and run the ball, even though he's an offensive guy. Um, so I, I'm going to go under uh, the 43 and a half here. Arizona plus the eight, uh, that balloon line. I, I love Arizona here. I think this one will stay under. All right. So we're going to have to get Scott to break the tie on that. Scott's on assignment, parts unknown. Um, 
Did they play earlier in the season? That's the one thing I want to check that I didn't check. Got distracted earlier. No, they played they they played the last game of the year for the second time. First matchup. Okay. Yeah, last game of the year, Levi Stadium. All right, so I got Arizona over the 43 because of the time that's in the season. I agree with Chad the way the game's going to go. I just think they'll score some touchdowns late. Like, the four, if we can bet the fourth quarter over, do so. Because uh, I think it'll be points scored late. Uh, Chad thinks it's going to go under the 43. We'll have Scott break the tie. We'll publicize it on Twitter. I'll put it on the website, uh, what the picks are for that Monday night tiebreaker. Uh, so last week, we went 23 and 9. And 23 and 9 is... 72.5% break even. That's a phenomenal number. Number you can't get anywhere else. Information you cannot get anywhere else. What are your final thoughts, Jeff? Yeah, that was some good stuff. Uh, we missed Scott tonight. Yes, we missed um, Scott. But, uh, you know, we uh, had a great uh, great week last week, man. We just did an eight, eight and two in action this week. Um, nice <laughs> Nice little sprinkle onto the bankroll. Nice, um, yes. Yeah, we're going to keep it rolling, man. I think, um, you know, our, our consistency speaks for itself. And, uh, the numbers speak for itself, man. Uh, exactly. All right. So you don't have to pay Action Sports $1,000. We are doing a lot of research. We give you probably more research than what Brady did in that crypto company that got out of trouble. All right. So it's not philanthropy or religion. Uh, you give one, you always get 10 back. And like Winston Churchill said, you make a living from your labor, but you make a life for what you give. Thank you for listening to the EFBC podcast network. Let's go, man. I know I freaking um I damn 